Hello everybody and welcome to Throwers. I'm joined for the final time this year, as always, with my man, Chris Ronalds. How you doing, Chris? Could not be better, Alan. Signed off for the year, just hanging out in the studio, got us uh, can cracked, ready to go, pumped to get into tonight's episode. Love it. Love it so much. Uh, big awards night episode, uh, which is fantastic. Our 40th episode for the year, which is... Uh, did you think at all when we did the first one in your car right before a stony uh, social night or whatever, league night, that we'd end up pumping out 40 of them this year? I, I didn't see us getting it to double digits. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. we got to double digits. Yeah, it's wild. So, um, yeah, pretty stoked. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for everyone listening. I'm sure we'll touch on you later, but weird, very weird, but uh, very cool. So I'm glad it's all worked out. Before we jump into the awards, there was a pretty cool announcement that we saw this week that the Tour Down Under got itself a pretty hefty new name attached to it. Who's joining the Tour Down Under? The the chain antagonist, pretty sure he's pretty close to top 20 in the world, none other than Corey Ellis. Yeah, man, that's big. That's so good. Go on toe-to-toe with Simon Lazard at the MVP Open, and then now he's going to be going toe-to-toe with uh, Tim Bohan at New Zealand Nationals. Yeah, 100%. And Levi Stout. Yeah, looking forward to it. 10-30-rated 10, golfer. Um, and, you know, looks like a pretty good vibe as well. Um, that's a massive get. Hope they get a yeah. couple others as well. Yeah, well, they've got those sponsor exemption spots, and I wonder if they already know who they are. And they just wanted to rattle them off one by one. Chase it or, out. Uh, yeah, or if they're just still hunting. But yeah, either way, that's a good get. Uh, that's really cool. Very exciting to see uh, how he does and how everyone does compared to him. So eyes will be glued. Yeah. Pumped to uh, unfold, watch it unfold on GK. <laughs> nice. Uh, one other thing before we get into the awards still. We've had a massive year of disc golf. It's got to be... Australia and Victoria's biggest year of disc golf ever, um, which is not surprising because it keeps growing. But we want to say uh, a big thank you to all the people that have brought us disc golf this year. So uh, I've just gone through and had a look at all the Victorian um, PDGA tournaments that we had this year. I was thinking probably around 15, you said 16. We've ended up once the Ruffy one happens next week, that'll be 18 PDGA tournaments for the year in Victoria, which is just insane. That is so insane. So insane. What a year. So I'll rattle them off real quick. Uh, Golden City Classic, Reese Circuit, thanks for running that. Mount Borbore, David Heath, Barwon Valley Bash was Ben Hines. The Vic Open was Matt Hill. The Melbourne Disc Golf Day, Stony Creek Open, Sam Stoyer. The Ruffy Lake one, Peter Barry. The Bald Hill one, Janet Ford Adams. Melbourne Celebrates was Jeff Brunsting. Big Wet, Reese Circuit again. Central Vic Classic, Jackson Adams. The Throllers Nominational, way to go us. Well, most of you, because I died. Um, Oz Disc Golf <laughs> Day, Barwon Valley Bash, uh, Lee Thompson. Ballarat Disc Golf MVP Circuit Challenge. Now, this has circuit in the name, and this time, Marlon Gonslaves wrote it. <laughs> Uh, Inverley Open, Chris Hart, 
the joust that John Buck, Peter Barry, Rudolph Wright, Matt Hill again, Melton Creaky Blinders, Chris again. The uh, Ruffy tournament that's coming up is going to be Jeff and um, Alex, I think. Alex is probably doing most of the work. So, yeah, that's the, the PDJ people for running the tournaments. Uh, that's dope. So, thanks everyone for that. On top of the PDJ, we also had things like the Street League, which Dazza brought us. The Glodio, which Dazza also <laughs> brought us. And the Thursday Dubs which is uh, Dave Gannon's baby, and the Choose Dubs, which Chris Scott has just adopted onto his own. So, Thank um, yeah, thanks heaps, guys, for that. And yeah, uh, huge. You got, a, you got some... Uh, we have social day stuff, too. We, we've tried to come... Try to remember who ran all the social days, and you've got a pretty good list there, too, Chris. Yeah, I'm sure I've missed um, a dozen names, but I'll reel them off. We're obviously out at Ruffy. Dave Gannon comes to mind. Pete Barry comes to mind. At Bald Hill, it's a bit of a longer list. I'm sure Mike's run a few there. Doug Adams, Janet Ford Adams has run some good ones there. I have to special shout out to Doug and Janet. They, for mine, run some of the best player meetings for the club. You've got uh, Jeff the Better Brunsting. At Stony, back when Stony was in flavor, we had Stoyer. I reckon Ash Wiener ran one or two. I also reckon Maddie Buckets Farina ran a couple. At Melton, you've got um, Penn and Aaron Picanti Bean stepping up. At Werribee, it would have been Stoyer. And I'll just go back to the cheeky little, uh, on top of all of those regular, obviously, social days um, that we had, you know, dozens and dozens and two seasons worth throughout the year. Um, there was also the melted madness that uh, whenever there was a gap in the calendar, Penn jumped on it and ran real casual events out of Melton as well. So uh, thanks to Penn and all those ladies and gentlemen uh, that we've just reeled off. Yeah, I love it. We honestly really appreciate it. We're all just in a park throwing Frisbees of metal if, if it's not an organized uh, thing like that. So uh, yeah, love it for everyone. Thanks everyone who heard your name. If we miss you, we're so sorry. Uh, and if you haven't heard your name, then uh, mate, just try to get involved next year. There's going to be a lot, even more going on next year. Uh, it's not that hard. And yeah, the more people that get involved, just the more cool stuff we've got going on. So sweet. Yep. Well said. All right. We have a long list of awards. We asked for people to send stuff in and we got a lot of stuff sent in. People did not disappoint. <laughs> I love it. So plenty to go on. So hopefully a lot of people uh, will be hearing their name shouted out. Um, should we start from the top? Yep. Uh, let's take it in turns. Uh, do you want to get the ball rolling? Pardon yeah, the pun? sounds good. <laughs> so uh, the first award is this year's best sponsor for uh, for our potty. And nominations go to Strike Bowling, Corn Hub, and the Arstinguisher. So, uh, who, who are you feeling, Chris? It's a, it's a tight one. Um, obviously, we, we, you know, we try to match ourselves with uh, some other podcasts out there, and we ha- had to bring in some sponsors, and we brought in some big names. You know, the Cornhole, Cornhub, any holes a goal. Um, that was a, a favorite of mine, but I won't be surprised if it, get, if it got pipped in the votes. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, the most fun you can have with two fingers and a thumb might be uh, might be our best of the year. Yes. I think it might go to strike bowling. Ring-a-ding-ding. Uh, great to have them on board all year. 
Um, and yet, you can't argue with their slogan. That's absolutely true. <laughs> nice. All right, moving on. Uh, the second award um, has to go to the most missed eagle. Now, not to be confused with um, my putts on hole five at Ruffy, not, not missed eagle opportunities. We mean our most missed former eagle heart and soul club members that, you know, they've just gone a little bit walkabout and we haven't seen them in a little while. So the way I'm going to announce it is I'm going to tell you the two nominations and then I'm uh, uh, actually just reel off the winner. So the nominations for this award, but not quite stealing it, were none other than Cam Ford. Who can forget Cam Ford and all of the energy that he would bring to our club? He's pro- He's been gone possibly 10 years now, but I just want to throw it out there that we still miss him. Um, Dave Peaches Perry, like top rated disc golfer in Australia, but I think he's just intimidated by Alan's form and has not rocked up to any league days this year. Pretty sad situation. Smart. <laughs> but our most missed eagle has to go to none other than Tanya Behan. Absolute jet, and uh, we miss her dearly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, leads very well into our next category, which is the least missed eagle. So they've also left, and uh, we're not too worried about it. And I don't, uh, I don't think any other nominees really need to be announced. Uh, but Emsy, it's uh, it's all yours, buddy. So. <laughs> So Tan, Tan can come back, but uh, Emsy, you can stay. <laughs> Enjoy the sunshine <laughs> in the beaches. <laughs> exactly. All right. Speak. This is a good segue. Speaking of stitch ups, um, our next award, um, as an as voted as suggested by some of our listeners, a couple of people suggested this was uh, player rater stitch up. We definitely we definitely stitched up a few people um, in the player rater this year. Um, and the nominations are, first of all, uh, none other than myself. Uh, you might recall I scored a 19 out of a possible 25. Um, that's a stitch up. Uh, I'm probably a, I'm probably a walking 25. Let's be honest. Yeah, the other nomination goes to um, Leo, not the basketballer Dykes. Um, that was pretty rough. That was pretty rough. Um, not even the basketballer. But the bloke we stitched up the most, a dear friend of ours, definitely the butt of many jokes on this podcast, uh, and it's only because we love him, and we we went a bit hard on his earphones um, in the player radar, and yeah, Daz is definitely taking the award for the player radar stitch up. He got stiffed for sure. <laughs> yep, scored him pretty low on card vibes. Um, it's pretty pretty fun to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dazza. Uh, all right, next award is the the most late to the party. So these are the people that have only just gotten onto throwers, but they've gotten onto it pretty hard. And uh, I think Taron wrote in suggesting this award, and yeah, he's he's very late to the party, but he's come in very hard and strong. But I think he's been pipped at the post because, as we mentioned last week. Ben Hicks recently became aware of the potty and binged many hours of it, and he is more late to the party than Taz. So Ben Hicks gets our most late to the party award. Yep. Uh, well done. Bad luck, Taz. 
Um, <laughs> all right, we've got a couple of niche awards to get through here. So no nominations for this next award. Um, it is just the winner itself. We've got the Eavesdropper Award. And this is someone who is just listening to every episode without fail, waiting patiently to the end of the episode just to hear his player radar. About six months ago, he sent in saying, hey, cool, rate me. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm assuming that this player must play with Jess Castles because I, we haven't played around with him. It's been very difficult to rate, and we haven't got there yet. It may be a season two job, but eavesdropper himself, winner, goes to Johnny Martin. We'll get to you next season, mate. Bit stiff. He was in our um, <laughs> street league team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. Never misses a social day. We've got obvious pick here, Doug Adams. Outrageous. I think he nearly made season two. I think he made all but one. Like um, just most attendee by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, the next one's obvious. Never makes it to a social day. David Perry probably never listens to this podcast either, but just tap him on the shoulder and just let him know that throwers are giving it to him next time you yeah. see him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we've got a big one coming up now. We've got the Spirit of the Game Award, which uh, is start, starting to become pretty popular in disc golf. It's very big in Ultimate. And we've got a good nominee in Peter Chu, always up to help out in the uh, Street League and just a, a fun time, real nice guy, always happy, always excited, tons of social days. But he gets pipped by... A uh, genuine great bloke in Dave Gannon. Um, yeah, Spirit of the Game Award goes to him. He He's heading out towards like hole five at Stony Creek, I think now is where he's living. Yep. So um, I think plenty of good things are going to come from that for the Stony people. But um, yeah, Dave Gannon, Spirit of the Game Award. I think Stony's going to be back on the map before we know it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, this next award is quite coveted. It's definitely an award that outrageously many players are nominated for. Um, and unfortunately, there can only be one winner. And this, the winner was voted in heavily, heavily via socials. Um, but met everyone else also received votes. So the really? next. So, wait, sorry, before we get it, the highlighted name is the winner? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we got we got social votes on this one. Lots of lots of social votes, and I'm talking interesting. I'm talking landslide. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. It's not where my heart would have gone. And uh, but anyway, keep going. Keep no, going. And might not have been my vote either. But we listen to the people. We are the people's we listen podcast. To the people. We are the people's podcast, and I, I I'm we're sticking with it. All right. So first of all, has to get nominated, but received no votes. Tim Bowen. Um, definitely nominated and received votes, David Perry. Uh, not nominated because of timing, uh, Blake Houston. That was a good ace. Good skip ace yeah. on like what looks like a pretty tall basket. Uh, did we, sorry, did we name what the category was or did I interrupt you before we got to that? Uh, I think we did. Best ace on Best. Parks Media. I might have stuffed that. Sorry. You might have wrecked that. We're going to talking about best ace on Parks Media if we didn't get there. Yep. Anyway, obviously, we had Darren Stay-Smith and Aiden Howard. They were the front runners on socials. But in a landslide, the winner, despite the technical issues associated with this ace, 
Aiden Howard takes down the best ace on Park Media for this year. Oh, that's a huge call. <laughs> Darren won $500 for his ace. He did. Oh, you couldn't even see Aiden's past the tree. Yeah, I think it, I think it was because it was a, a 60-foot shot versus 60-meter shot. I think that's what got Aiden the win. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the people have spoken. Yep. Dazza with another stitch up. <laughs> Um, all right, we've got Hundini of the year. So this is the player that has just disappeared. And nominations go to Tong. Where's what happened gone? to Tong? Where's he gone? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, Tong was everywhere, collecting everyone's disc, and now he's just gone. Yep. So what happened, Tong? And uh, Farron Oil Tagwa. Got a pretty solid nomination as well. I think uh, last I remember, he was about three quarters of the way through a, a round. I was going to say hole seventeen. Round. Last time I saw him was hole seventeen, and then and then never again. <laughs> but the biggest Houdini of the year for sure, playing everything, and then never to be seen again is uh, Phil Morgan. Where you at, Phil? Yeah, and I have actually got no doubts that he listens religiously to this podcast. I hope so. Where are you at, Phil? Come on, Phil. You've won uh, Houdini of the Year. Houdini of the Year. Come and collect your award. Come see us. Hmm. All right. Next award. Uh, this next one, I, I have. Yeah, I have to protest against your winner. But oh, you please. go. You go. You oh, go. Okay, because I already got a self protest. So this one's controversial. We got the D couple bogey, which took me a bit of googling. But that's basically when you shoot ten over par, from what I can gather. So 13 strokes on a par three, do the maths for the rest. A couple of awards in there, and I'm going to mix it up, and I'm going to, um, I'm not going to give the award to the person that Alan thinks I'm going to. Okay, I, good. Honourable uh, nomination goes to Matty Farina, but I'm pretty sure that's backdated about 2021. Yeah, and, the OG. And, and it'd be unfair for him to win this award in 2023. <laughs> I'm probably not going with Alan's suggestion here, but the other nomination has to go to Nath Parrish. But the winner, and I don't know his last name, but he knows who he is. Alan might know his last name. The winner yep. this year for the decouple bogey is none other than Cam. Yep. Camille Abratansky. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he beat Matty's record on hole 18 at Eruption this year. Correct. Bit stiff, though. They, they played the exact same... Way except for Cam's last drive landed in the hazard, which wasn't a thing when Maddie played it. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was a monster. That was fourteen over fourteen. Got to be seventeen. Him. Deserved winner. I pivoted quickly. <laughs> yeah, fourteen. Yeah, yeah, eleven over. Nice. All right, now uh, another good one here. We got the biggest roller coaster golfer. So, I'm thinking, are we thinking season or are we thinking round? So all of the above. All, all of, of the, the above. around. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, I don't know where to go with this. I think it has to be. This is definitely the biggest up and down. So, big nominations go to uh, Glenn Maisie, who's had a very up and down year. Maybe just it's real down at the end and that's what I'm thinking. Yep. Uh Goes to none other than Darren State-Smith with some incredible highs early on, winning in Ballarat, acing, 
disappearing in the middle of the year and then an eighth place finish at Nationals million rated event. Just roller coaster for sure. Yeah. But the biggest roller coaster of the year for sure, definitely in rounds and for a season, has got to be to uh, Taron Anderson. So uh, I think we talked about it on the pod before how he finished the social day in like fifth or sixth or something. The um the league season. results, the overall yeah. results, yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of not counted ones in there. So yeah, <laughs> a lot a lot of ups and downs. Uh. But yeah, biggest roller coaster year Taz, but he finished strong, so he's up. He's up at the moment. Nah, deserved winner. Uh, but yeah, that that the good nominations in there. That that's a tight race, really. That's a tight mm. race. Next All category right. is a great one. This is great. I, I love this one. I love this one. Um, and there's probably a few other cheeky nominations that could have gone in there, but the next award is um pretty precious. Um, and many of us couldn't be here without these people. So the next award goes to the best wife in disc golf. Okay. Who's rolling with the best wife in disc golf? And there's a few wives out there that it's stiff not to get a mention here, but we've obviously got, um, Ames, Daz's better half. Daz has been around the globe this year, literally, uh, Mm -hmm. throughout Europe, throughout Canada, also made it to nationals. Um, he he has got some. I hope he's got Qantas frequent fly miles because he has flown some miles. <laughs> um, and he's you know he's done that solo, um, and he's played a lot of disc golf as we've said up and down in between. So a deserved nomination. The other nomination um, has to go to Marley. That's Mark Hardy's better wife, better half. Mark Hardy obviously did the Am Am tour. Um, rightfully so. I haven't seen Mark since, uh, <laughs> literally have not seen Mark since, but he did get to go to the States for like three and a bit weeks. Um, and you know, go and shit the bed at Northwood black and <laughs> he wouldn't have had permission to do that without his better half. But I've just, I've got to do a quick count here. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. What? And I this year. This year. This is Tim Bowen's twenty twenty-three tournament results. He has played in twenty-five different events this calendar year. <laughs> um it has to go to none other than Cat Bowen. Congratulations. Yep. Nice. Good job, Cat. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we've got our best episode, our best rollers episode. Self-indulgent. I like this. Yeah, of course. Well, this is what we're here for. Uh, these are good. These are very good ones. I really enjoyed both of these. Yes. Um, so nominee was Debate Night, probably number one. That was our best one, I reckon. Yeah, definitely number one, yep. Mostly because I won it, I think. But uh, <laughs> but pipped at the post, I think probably had to be our uh, our nationals episode, the Sax Beast one, where uh, we were there drinking with a few of the boys, and uh, it was a bit loose. <laughs> it was a bit loose. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, somehow we didn't get cancelled, so that's a win. Uh, I, I reckon that's our best episode this year. Yeah, beautiful work. Uh, we'll have to uh, get on it more in 2024. 
Yeah, exactly. I would be very surprised if there isn't some green jacket content coming your way in season two. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next one, a little self-indulgent as well, but rightfully so. Rightfully so. So the next award is for best tournament. Uh, best PDJ tournament in Australia for the year. Okay. Think about all your A tiers. Think about all your B tiers. Think about all your C tiers. And then think about Throllers 1.0. Because that is <laughs> that is definitely getting a nomination. Um, you just, how can you beat the BMX track? You can't beat the BMX track. Um, I tried. I can't even remember who won, but that's what, how you know it was a good tournament. Thrillers 1.0, definitely a nomination. Next nomination has to go to Creaky Blinders. Um, a free event, a free PDJ event with Players Pack and Lunch. Um, had to be up there. Elite. Had, had to be nominated. But For sure. Pipped at the post. <laughs> pipped at the post by none other than the eruption. The eruption takes down tournament of the year. Yeah, it was elite. Very, very good. <laughs> hard, hard to beat that. Yeah. Um. All right, we've got the best contributor for the year. So we don't get a lot from you guys out there. Just uh, quietly, we get a we get a little bit here and there. But uh, I do I do admit when I listen to the tee off and I hear all these listener questions coming in, I'm like, all right, okay. Okay. None for us, but that's that's fine. <laughs> but we do have some good contributors that we want to shout out. So uh, we get a fair bit from uh, Aaron Picanti Beans. Um, probably probably should have a category in here for most butchered last name. We've full just given up on even trying on his, and <laughs> we just run with Picanti Beans, and he still sends us shit. So he that's got a that's a strong nomination. Yeah, but. Uh, it has to has to has to go to Stat Pendo himself with the elite stats work in uh, the Street League and just plenty of other stuff throughout the year he sent us so thanks to both of you but uh, yeah thanks to Stat Pendo best contributor yeah worthy worthy definitely a great contributor um, yeah there's a couple other people that trickle in things here and there but they're definitely the two that are uh, uh, consistently give us some stuff to work with. All right, excuse the audio here for a second as I uh, fire up the car so I can get a bit of aircon going on in the studio. Don't mind me. Um, all right, so the next award is a pretty quick one to do, actually. It's just best TD. Um, this player, uh, this person got mentioned a few times earlier because he runs a few events uh, and he runs good events. Seamless, consistent, solid, um, no bullshit. Um, I really like the cut of his jib. The best TD uh, for Australia for the year goes to Reese Circuit. Yep. yep. No need no for any need other any nominations. nominations. Think best, best TD, TD. That's one thing straight away. away. Love his Love events. events. Good, Good job, Reese. All right. Uh, best best new, new event. event. So we had a lot of new events this year, which is great. The uh, Throllers 1.0 was pretty solid, and we'll have to uh, try to keep that one. The uh, Ruffy Dubs comes to mind, but I think definitely the best new event that happened this year was the Street League. Uh, that was awesome. People really got into it, and uh, yeah, I think that's going to stay around for a while. So well done to Dazza and all the people who were uh, part of the Street League. Best new event of the year. Yeah, uh, looking forward to more of it. 
uh, for sure. All right, so uh, the next award, um, pretty privileged that it's landed this way that I get to announce this award. <laughs> I was looking at that. I was like, how's this going to shake out? <laughs> I can could, I could take it if you want. No, no, no. I, I'm honoured. I'm honoured. I'm honoured. <laughs> okay, so... Um, as we know, as we've heard in all of the, in all of the, um, you know, the little uh, ads and the little sound bites, that there is only there is only one podcast in Australia. It is Australia's podcast, and uh, we thought it'd be only right to set up an award for the worst Australian disc golf podcast. Um, and given that there is only one disc golf podcast in Australia, there is only one nomination, and therefore the winner. And that goes to none other than our friends down the highway in at the tee off. Congratulations. That's right. Who else could it be? Exactly. It's one nomination. <laughs> um, oh, this actually has worked out pretty well. We've got the best not light <laughs> of the year. A lot of good not lights. Uh, hard to remember them because they're normally pretty topical for the week. Uh, and we don't write a list. So, but <laughs> one, yeah. One of the big ones that does ring true was uh, when you mentioned about how people who pretend to not care about the ratings yep. is a big not light because basically everyone who has a PDGA number cares about their ratings. Uh, anyone who tells you they don't is just playing shit. Yep. <laughs> so that's a good not light. But yeah, probably, probably the number one, it's been a, a fair theme, is me going after children. I don't. I swear I don't mean it, but a lot of them let me down. There's a lot of good kids playing disc golf, and then they let me down, and I gotta let them know. I gotta not light them. So, um, yeah, best not light is just me attacking children. Yep. Uh, yeah, deserved winner again. All right, best spotlight. So, obviously, again, we don't take records, and I'm looking at the nominations here, and I'm pretty sure, like, some of these things haven't even been spotlighted, um, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're our nominations. So, our nominations go to live coverage, obviously, speaking mostly of nationals. Um, that was exceptional um, coverage. And the Vic Open. And the Vic Open with some pretty yeah. uh, amazing commentators, particularly at the Vic Open. Hey. <laughs> um, us, you know, I'm sure we spotlighted ourselves sometime. We should have. If we didn't, it was a missed opportunity. Um, but the best spotlight for the year, and they're going from strength to strength to strength, where they've now looks like they've employed interstate cameramen to send them in some content so they can then release the coverage has to go to Parks Media. Yeah. Yeah. Now nah, they, that's, yeah, that's got to be probably the coolest thing that happened to disc golf this year. I know we've had, uh, you know, these things in the past, but Parks just brought it to another level and there's so many more of them coming out that we can see and it happens fast. Yeah. It's great. The live coverage is amazing and I hope we see so much more of that, but Park does that as well. So, Yeah. Deserving winner, best spotlight of the year, got to be Park Media. Well done, boys. Uh, all right, this come uh, the next one is the worst call by us this year. So we just say a lot of crap into these microphones, forty times hour at a time. We pumped out forty hours of just us jabbering on into a microphone. So <laughs> we're we're gonna have come some pretty shit calls. 
looks like you haven't ha- had anything that you can think of that comes to mind for you. So it's either everything or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, my worst call. I think we need to date back into the debate episode number one, and one of the points that I made in the debate episode about why uh, MA4 should be at nationals was because I remember fondly of when I come second at nationals in MA4 and how that kind of glory will never come my way ever again. What a terrible take by me. How could I have been so wrong, so stupid when bang, here it is less than a year later and I've come second place in MA1 at nationals. Like, what a bad call. So that's got to be worst call by of the year by by us. Yeah, nah, fair enough. Um, I was wondering how you're going to wedge it in there. Uh, I, I had the crowbar already. Yeah, well done. Well done. All right, best guess. We've had a couple uh, and I think it'll be something we'll be looking to do more of uh, in season two. Nominations go to Mark Hardy, and he's like dialing it in from the States to let us know how hard Northwood Black was. Um, obviously, we had the Nationals episode, and it was very apparent that Jono, Jono knows how to talk into a microphone, so he gets a mention there. Um, Dazza's nodding at the microphone, less of a mention. Um, <laughs> Chris Scott, um, at Vic Open, uh, great contributor. Um, but our best guest of the year, and... He's been a soundbite for us on many episodes, and we look to we look forward to working with him more into the future. Has to go to Ash Weedner. Congratulations. Yeah, love that. He, I think he was on all, like he was on like the first ten episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and we were meant to get. Uh, I think I I did the first uh, Thrower's sound for the intro, and we we're meant to get a guest to do it every time we had a guest on. But we just got Ash to do it early and then never asked anyone ever again. Yep. And it was great. So he's just in our intro now. Correct. <laughs> I like that. Um, here's a good one. I do like this. We've got the best disc golf adventure. We've touched on a couple of them uh, already this year and uh, in the awards. But there's some pretty cool overseas adventures this year. You had the Japan Open. And uh, Cassie and Jazz went over there with a few others that I can't think of right now. And you had the Team Worlds over in Croatia, which looked like a lot of fun. We had uh, yeah, Daz and Dave Perry and then the whole rest of the gang go over for that. We had the Am Worlds where Hardy went over with uh, Nick Horstead. But all of that, I think, probably pales in comparison to the green jacket weekend that we had at the start of the year last year. Um, it was pretty epic. So <laughs> plus we were, we were at it. So it had to have been better, but that's got to be the best disc golf adventure for the year. Definitely. Uh, looking forward to the 2024 version. Yes, definitely. All right. Uh, overcoming the player radar is our next award. And I've been on the fence all week on who to give this to, but I've made a late decision right now. Ooh, okay. 
Nice. All right. So nominations for overcoming the player rater. And as we know, and as we've made very apparent, like it's there to pick you up, you know, with a rising tide lifts all ships. And we at this podcast, we are the tide and we're just trying to lift all ships here. All right. So I don't, you... sorry, before you go further, I don't think I told you, but one of those people actually suggested it. So it'd be interesting to see who you pick. Oh, I did. I definitely am not picking, picking the right person, but that's okay. Um, Overcoming their player radar, obviously nominations go to Chris Scott. Um, I, it was just recently you were telling him he's got too many fourths, so I can't can't give it to Chris no. Scott. No, no, no. Chris Scott's player radar was for not wearing uh, anything but black. Oh, yes. Yes, overcoming that special category is what this... Yes. Oh, please well, take over. Take yeah. over. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think the special category was the vibe, but... Um. Yeah. Anything. So Daza, Daza gets a mention for uh for not being uh salty boy to play with for actually being fun. So he yes. overcoming his poor player rater that we gave him for card vibes. Kale Davies gets a mention. Sorry, Kale. I know it was his idea, but I can't give you the award. I think we his special category was ability to use social media. Yes, and, correct. And uh, he had pointed out that he now messaged me two or three times on social media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that should count. But I think it has to go to Chris Scott. We gave, we said that he had zero ability to wear anything but black. And then that weekend, he shows up with pink socks for a disc golf tournament and he has worn pink socks at every disc golf tournament since. <laughs> so uh, I think it's got to be Chris. Nah, fair enough. Fair enough. That is a, yeah, good, good win. And that's a, um, yeah, a great award nomination by Kale there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. He, I think he wanted one for himself, but it made me think of Chris Scott more. <laughs> All right. Under the radar. Uh, we've already had one nomination earlier. That was Johnny Martin, but when I was reeling off uh, his award earlier, I did mention this other name, the Under the Radar, for a couple of reasons. A, doesn't have people playing with him, so we couldn't rate him yet, but also just watch this space because this kid can throw Frisbees and he's, he'll be a force to be reckoned with into the future. Under the Radar goes to Jess Castles. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Oh, and now we I mentioned we've got a bunch come in from uh, Aaron Picanti Beans, and this is a big section of his. And he's gave us some good names, and I just got to remember what they are. So I've got the messages up now. So the Salty Peanut Award. It goes to someone who's always cranky at his shots. And uh, I thought I was definitely worth a mention the amount of times I throw a shot and just go, Alan. Uh, Austin D'Alessandro has got to get a mention he is cranky at all of his shots, all even his, his shots. best shots. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's not um, from Melbourne, so he can't get shit. Uh, the Salty Peanut Award has got to go to Jacob Cruden because he hates almost every shot he's ever thrown, and his reaction to it is hilarious. So no. Jacob is the Salty Peanut Absolutely. I couldn't see it going any other way, to be honest. I watched him uh, at Creaky Blinders throwing his nutsack around the course, literally <laughs> throwing his nutsack everywhere. It's a sight to be seen. Just him throwing a Frisbee and then just going, no! 
All right. Uh, BMX Bandit. Obviously, two nominations go to people who know how to ride a bike in Daz and Aaron. Um, but the BMX Bandit himself, um, infamous, carrying scars to this day uh, and possibly for the rest of his life, the BMX <laughs> Bandit himself, my co-host, Alan Brunsting. <laughs> yeah, sick. <laughs> Uh, so we've had the spirit of the game, but we we have to have the other side. So we need the spirit of the lame. And uh, we we had a pretty uh, pretty good nominations. We're from uh, Kerry Edwards. I think we've mentioned him a couple times this year for just why. But yep. uh, the number one spirit of the lame. And uh, it's actually hit us again. No, no, um, no tournaments of bicentennial for a few months for reasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spirit of the lame goes to bureaucracy. Yeah. This golf. Yeah. Bureaucracy. The timing of this award is outrageous. Um, yeah. But yeah, bureaucracy. Uh, it gets in the way. It just gets in the way. Spirit of the lame. Absolutely. All right, torched, torched on a couple of fronts, um, and they definitely noticed when we um, spliced in some fake audio to, uh, to to fix to fix one of the torchings. But there's probably been a few torchings, and it it's probably why we are yet to commentate on uh, any of their videos. But we we have to hands up, hands up. We have torched, parked media. I've gone on a couple of episodes. We've just forgotten to give them their rightfully deserved shout out and uh that's on us so you've been torched apologies i love it because aaron's original uh idea for torch was most spotlights and they would also get that <laughs> so we've torched them a couple times by letting them down and <laughs> they've got the most spotlights so that works I love ways. that you uh, fully read Aaron's message and committed it to memory I did not commit <laughs> no Aaron's I've got him up me- oh, okay no well, I told done. you I've got him up yeah I've okay, got him up so I can remember what's what yeah <laughs> alright the uh, golden retriever award goes to the most discs handed back to a player and we've got op- uh, nominations from Tong who is disappeared, so you can't win, sorry. Uh, Doug, Doug Adams, he seems to find all the discs down at Bald Hill. But uh, the number one golden retriever goes to Brett. And uh, I'm assuming this is Brett Bobridge. Correct. Because, what, he gets all the ones at Stony, yeah? Yeah, he gets... Over the he, fence. He rocks up to events now with a box that he is able to uh, gather from across the fence. Yeah. And it's so just that's lost a good and get. found. Love that. Gets it back to everyone. Yeah. Special mention should probably go to the uh, Ballarat crew, though, for swimming and getting all that stuff out all the time. But, yeah, no, Brett with his boxes. Good job, Brett. Yeah, correct. All right. Heavy lifter. And if I misinterpret this one, uh, Alan will chop me out. But heavy lifter is just like... Doing volunteer uh, work. I was going to say, it's like, it's the clubman <laughs> award. It's the best clubman. Um, it's up there for being the best clubman anyway. He just do, does the volunteer work, um, chops out, does a lot of background work, does a lot of organisation. I um, The nominations have to go to Sam Stoyer 
Uh, does a lot of work in the background and out here in the west, he, he chops out a fair bit. You've got um, out east, you've got Mike uh, doing work, doing absolute work. Um, but really, it's hard It's hard to go past the one and only better Brunston in this situation, the heavy lifter. And it literally has to go to Jeff Brunston. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, and then next we've got. I, I the, love how this is called. Yeah, right. <laughs> we've got the the rating lover, which is uh, pretty self-explanatory, I think. And I'd put my name down on the list, and thinking you might fill out the rest, but um, that's it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no other names, and that's fine. I I look at them all the time, so I, that's fine. I'm the rating lover. Nah, Always enough. checking on them. I'm sure nominations could have gone to uh, David Perry and uh, Mike. Why have I forgotten his last name? Oh, boy. Mikey Mikey Hare. Hare. Sweet. Because they, they, they're they the ones that uh, were onto the fact that DP was about to be the highest rated player in Australia. They were onto it early. Yeah, um, they did so the Yeah, so they are also rating lovers. All right. We've got four awards left, and I, I'd like to think that if you're still here and you're still listening... You're hanging out for these four awards. So this is what we've got coming your way. We've got Most Improved. We've got Rookie of the Year. And then we have the Victorian Player of the Year, both male and female, coming your way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit us off with uh, Most Improved. I've got uh, a name we've got to shout out. I see there's a blank spot and I've got to chuck it in there. Sweet. Are you going to do that right now? Yes. Uh, I've just full forgotten his name, though. <laughs> oh man, that's so bad. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt without actually having the name on hand. Um, now, nah, uh, I think it's got to be uh, a joint with Tobias and Anita Weber. They have both had um, monster years, so getting a lot better. So I think they definitely should get a uh, a nomination. Deserved. Well done uh, to the Webbers there. The, the these other two. Uh, we're hard to split, very hard mm-hmm. to split. And I'm not even, uh, I, this is controversial, this one, I think. I, I, I think we might get some feedback on this one. All right, so the other nomination goes to Stat Pendo. Um, look, if you've seen his PDGA rating prior to Creaky uh, Blinders, there's just no denying that this man uh, is, Stat Pendo is improved phenomenally through the roof. And he's, he's put in, the work, like he has put in hours and hours of work, and it shows, uh, you know, a few victories at social days and many podiums at social days at courses all over uh, Melbourne. Stat Pendo, one of the most improved players at the club, but most improved for the year with some pretty stellar results rounding out the back end of the year. The most improved has to go to none other than um, Ultimate himself, Aiden Howard. Yep, I think that's a good call. He He's just a genuine 950 MPO player now. So, went from being a slinger to just legit. Um, I think that's more of an underrated step than people really give it credit for. But it's hard to consistently just hang with the big boys. And uh, I think he's gotten himself to that point this year. So, yeah, most improved, Aiden. I love that. All right, uh, Rookie of the Year. So, nomination went out to Stat Pendo. So, hard to win most improved 
and rookie of the year. And he's got none. (laughs) (laughs) But has had a very, very good first year. And then Leo Dykes is the other nominee. Had very good year as well. Some pretty good tournaments capped off by a sixth place at Nationals, which I mentioned it the other day. I'll mention it again. The strongest field we've probably ever had for a Nationals. The best results definitely we've ever had for a Nationals. Like, insane. And for him to go sixth place in that is incredible. In his first real season of playing disc golf, like, unheard of. But I think the Rookie of the Year has to go to Ryan Deer. We had two social day seasons, and he won both of them. So he just, yeah, that's a pretty good year. That's a pretty good effort. Hard to go past. Yeah. And just, he's been great all year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well done, Ryan. All right. Here we go. I'll go with, um, I'll go with the girls first. So the Victorian player of the year for females. Um, look, it ends up being a head to head, but the other nomination had to go to Anita um, and, and Janet. As well, Anita and Janet have had great years, definitely deserved nominations for this award. Um, but in the end, it was toe to toe between none other than Georgia and Emma Winkworth. Um, and in uh, by a hair, as they say, uh, the winner for this year, 2023 inaugural Victorian Player of the Year, goes to Emma Winkworth. Congratulations! Love that. And now we definitely should have talked about this one beforehand. I completely forgot, but we'll just do it live. That's fine. (laughs) So we've got the Victorian Male Player of the Year. And big mention goes to Dave Perry. Obviously, this year he's become the highest rated player in Australia, which is incredible. But that's only good enough for a nomination here. Yeah, he haven't come to many so any social days. Didn't play too many of the Vic tourneys. You know what I mean? You, you got to come hang with us if you want to be a Vic player of the year. Yeah. Uh, another big shout out goes to Aiden Howard, as we mentioned, just a massive year, uh, really solidifying himself. And then now I think we've got two picks. Uh, you probably surprised the mine. Uh, my pick for player of the year has got to be Cranny. And your pick looks like it is Ryan Deer. Yeah. So how are we going to split the two? Well, state your case for, for Ryan Deer. For, for no, I don't have Deer. one. I don't have one. If I was to open up PDGA, uh, was it seven on the trot or something ridiculous for Cranny? Yeah, I, he's just taken that division and absolutely dominated it. Yeah. The, the MA50s just can't do anything with him. Whether it's here, whether it's interstate, it doesn't matter. He he just can't be beating this man. That that's that's why I've got him. Nah, fair enough. Look, if I could say that you know Ryan Deer uh, podiumed at Club Champs, the one that mattered, but he didn't. So uh, <laughs> bad luck, Ryan Deer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, I love it. Well, then our Vic Player of the Year, Male Player of the Year goes to. Cranny, John Cranston, 
Uh, well done, mate. Yeah, awesome. Round Very of, well deserved. Round of applause for all of the above. Oh, I love it. Um, all right, we're almost done. Um, yeah, big awards. Thanks for everyone who sent them in. That was, uh, yeah, that was a bit of fun. Uh, and then, yeah, just another big shout out. I mentioned it at the start of the pod, but huge thanks to everyone who listens. Like we just, we really enjoy doing this. This is a fun catch up for Chris and I to do every week. Uh, if you can't half tell, and we can't do that unless you got, well, we can do it, but it'd be really stupid of us if, uh, if no one's listening. So we really appreciate you guys sticking out and yeah, the fact that we, started just doing one a week was (laughs) because people seem to be fine with it and yeah before you know it we'll be we'll be at 100 episodes so yeah really appreciate it everybody yeah well well said uh definitely a best way to round out this episode is yeah massive thanks to all the listeners um i just love all the direct and indirect feedback at social days and in passing um it you know it gets it gets the juices flowing and it means that episodes keep rolling out because uh we are a podcast for the people and if the people give us any even like even if it's a backhanded insult like we just read that as compliments and uh we'll keep coming yeah for sure uh all right so last week i haven't even checked on this so it might not be a thing but Last week, we put it out there for people to send in their votes for my player rater, the final player rater of the year. So, uh, did we get any responses? Have we got a player rater right, or not? Right. Am, am I off the hook? No, no, no. Let's let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, All no. right. Um, definitely very organized and ready to go for this. So, <laughs> Sorry. The only feedback I got uh, was we had to do pre- here it is. We had to do pre and post um, November for yourself, um, but we got some good special categories, and um, I, I'm in, <laughs> I'm I'm going to rate you just because I want to reel off the special categories. <laughs> oh no! All right. So as we know, we got driving, putting, um, mental game, and car vibes. Um, driving. All right. We're going to go with a. Very solid 4.5. Um, oh, that's too much. No, nah, no. Nah, you've got you've got a backhand. Um, you've got a sidearm that you should never use, and you've <laughs> got um, you've got a Tommy. That's what basically it's a 3.5 until you bust out the Tommy and you like birdie crazy holes. Um, and people have seen you birdie crazy holes with that Tommy all year. So that gets you a bonus solid point from a 3.5 to a 4.5 has to be done. 4.5 for driving. Yes, please. Putting, 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 putting. I don't, I don't know. It's, <laughs> for mine, it's one of the ugliest in the game. One of the <laughs> ugliest putts in the game, but it hits chains and it often hits the bottom of the bucket. Uh, on the way that you should be hitting the bottom of the bucket, you do cage hit a lot. For that reason, uh, it pains me to say it, but I'm giving you a four for putting. Yeah. You, you, can't... you are my favorite person. This is not how I would rate myself. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, mental game. Mental game. Look. <laughs> you, you've, had, you've had a couple of good events um but 
you are you are a Houdini when it's when it's not going your way. And you know, everyone knows we've got some group chats rolling. They're always pretty vocal, but you always know like when Alan's not on one, you just get one you get one message early saying I'm shit. And then that's it. You don't like, he, he just radio silence. And he's obviously just, you know, he mostly he drags the Zuka cart around. When you see him sitting down, like um, head in arms, you know, his mental game's getting to him. And I'm I'm going to just slide it in there. It's a 2.5. It's, it's, yeah, it's middling at best. Um, Tard vibes. It's Alan. Uh, this podcast wouldn't exist without him. He's, um, with all of the awards that I put up for nominations, he basically, you got voted. You got voted for all of them. Even Vic Player of the Year, which I thought was a fucking joke. People were like, it has to be Alan. I, I thought that was brilliant. I couldn't believe I wasn't mentioned. Uh, my zero wins for the year has got to be something. You know what I mean? It has to be Alan. Everyone just kept on saying, oh, that has to be Alan. I'm like, all right. Card vibes. <laughs> He's obviously a hoot. Um, and it's card vibes on and off the course. Uh, Alan gets a five in that category. All right, quick maths. We got a seven, a four, an 11, and a five. You're on 16. All right. Sweet. Now, special categories. Here are the nominations for special categories. Uh, Ability to win playoffs in Tasmania. (laughs) Ability. Ability to get good just before getting raided. Yeah, yeah, that we should go with that one. Ten, but the special category that I, I I was thinking for weeks, and and I'm very glad that someone sent in the suggestion as well. Uh, ability to drive past the KFC, and <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, you're just not capable of driving past a KFC, Alan. Um, and there's video footage to prove it uh, at many, many, many disc golf tournaments. Uh, just Alan in the background with a zinger box. Um, it has to go. That unfortunately gets you at zero. Fair. That's a fair call. <laughs> Add KFC for lunch today. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, what a way to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure we won't be gone for too long. There's plenty of disc golf, but uh, we'll come back when we feel like it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace out.